I have so many things to say, but when I open my mouth, nothing comes out. I don't understand. But, um, welcome back to Rogue Radio. I'm Sarah Jane, and today it's time to talk about it. Yes, my friends, it's time to talk about it. We're going to talk about mental illness. Now, one of the main reasons why I want to talk about this is because one of my favorite YouTubers that I first dis- like started watching when I got into YouTube, uh, he took his own life last month and I just found out yesterday. And um, I wanted to talk about this... Not just because of that, but just because it made me realize that this issue really needs to be talked about. That a lot of people who are struggling with mental illness do not have a platform to express themselves. They don't have anybody that they can look to, to talk to, or have them listen to them about what is going on with them. And I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to let people know that there is people out there. There is people that, or there are people that want to support you and love you. And yes, it is so freaking hard to find it, but it is so worth the search. But, um, a little bit about Steve Cash for people who do not know who he is. He is a creator slash YouTuber who, um, he loved music, he loved to sing, he made his own music, and, um, one, he's very famous for his talking kitty cat videos. Um, he had about maybe four cats that, um, like throughout, maybe five or six cats throughout, like, his, um, production of this series. And it's basically him dubbing his voices, like, like dubbing his voice over his cats to make them look like they're talking. And it was hilarious. It was funny, and it was fun. It was cute. And um, I don't think anybody realized what was going on with him mentally. And that is another thing that I wanted to say. He is probably the prime example of someone that needs to be cared for. I'm not saying that he wasn't. I know he was married. Um, We will never know the main reason why he took his own life. But I am saying the people that you least expect to have a mental illness probably do. And just like Robin Williams took his own life. We didn't know because he made this He had this attitude to make other people smile, to divert their eyes from what was really happening. And um, even that was a tragic loss. And I wanted to talk about this just because it is very important. And I feel like a lot of people out there right now don't take this as seriously as they should. Because... I feel like 
in my opinion, in my personal experience and personal opinion, that people who do not know what it's like to have a mental illness or to be diagnosed with one or to even recover from one, if they do not have that experience, they either don't take uh, mentally ill people seriously, they probably think that they're crazy, they probably think that they're dangerous, a psycho, somebody who might shoot up a school. Those are my five uh, opinions of assumptions that other people have about mental illness and mentally ill people. And I won't say that none of those are not true, but it is not entirely true. What in the world are my cats doing? What are you doing, Loki? Hang on, I gotta feed this little fluff butt. Yeah, I know, I forgot. I'm so sorry. Mm. I need to get you more. Yeah. There. Quit scaling the wall like a psycho. I love you. But... Excuse me for that, but he was... He was going nuts. Um... Like I said, it's not entirely true. A lot of people who are diagnosed with mental illness, they, how do I say this? They hide it or they take care of themselves in many different ways. And because every mental illness is different, every, um, way that someone reacts to their mental illness is different. Every Everyone's different, so they take care of themselves or they hide it differently. I think that's one of the main reasons why people who don't have mental illnesses don't understand or don't want to talk about it. Because, one, people who have mental illnesses are very good at hiding it sometimes. Um, like I said, if there are people who care about them, like, care about everybody else besides them, they'll do everything they can to make themselves look like they're okay. And it is such a noble trait for someone to have mentally ill or not, but it is okay to be selfish and take care of yourself for once. There have been times where I hid my problems, um, mostly in, in my school, because I didn't want anybody to think any less of me. I didn't, I didn't want the judgmental looks. I didn't want the, the looks like, oh shoot, she's crazy. I didn't want that. I wanted to be treated like a normal person. And in high school and in even in college, uh, 
I had people around me that I didn't even realize accepted me, that, that loved me, and um, that didn't really care what I was going through as long as they were going through it with me, or as long as they were there to help me, or push me along, or just, you know, even drag me along, like, <laughs> I cannot express how many, how thankful I am to so many people who have seen what I've gone through, and who have dealt with it with me, and who are even, you know, dealing with the things that I'm dealing with, even though, you know, I don't have- I don't deal with those problems anymore, but I'm still going through life, and I have- I'm grateful for the people who are going through life with me. And, um, one of the main things that I want for everyone who is listening, who- whether you're diagnosed with a mental illness or not, whatever, if you feel like this, if you feel like no one understands, if you feel like if you feel like you don't matter or you don't feel like no one understands you, I want you. I encourage you. It is so incredibly important to find that support system. And yes, I'm not going to say that it is that it's easy. I'm not going to say that it's easy because it definitely is not. It, it's not easy to find the right support system that will love and support you to no end and not even bat an eyelash whenever you cry or whenever you're angry or um, whenever you fly off the handle or you know what I mean I want that for everyone who is going through what they're going through. Um, especially people with mental illnesses, because I feel like a lot of us, we shut ourselves in. Our shell is our best friend, sometimes. And that's not okay. It is very hard to express yourself to someone that you care about and not think in the back of your head they're not gonna think of me the same way after I tell them this or they're not going to accept me anymore I'm not gonna be important to them anymore you never know unless you try and if they don't accept you they weren't supposed to be in your life anyway keep going um, that is one of the main things that I wish for everyone to have, is a support system. Now, I'm not saying just your family. I know that a lot of families out there aren't good support systems, depending on your family. But, I always say this, if your family has failed you, find your tribe. Um, because it's not that... Now this is for people who have families like this, who, who fully don't understand what the, you know people are going through, or what their family member is going through with mental illness or anything like that. It's very hard to relate to them. 
it's very hard to talk to them because they never gone through it. But finding people that will listen, wholeheartedly encourage you without any objection and without any um, half-hearted response, finding that is much more important than listening to someone that doesn't understand. Because though they may try very hard to understand, and maybe they do sometimes, but they don't. They don't fully understand what you're going through, and sometimes they may say, Oh, you're being so dramatic. You're being just, you're throwing a tantrum or quit crying. You gotta be happy and just be yourself and everything. Those are very half hearted, half, half cared for compliments or not com compliments, but comments for people who are suffering through something that they live with all the time is, you know, their mind. You, you wake up and you go to sleep with that one thing that has been torturing you all of your life and that's your brain. Okay. I cannot tell you how many times I said I hate my thought process. Because there are times when I hate my thought process, whether it's a bad day or a good day, sometimes a bad thought may slip in and I'm like, oh crap. And back then it used to ruin my day, but it don't anymore because I can carry on. Because the one thing, okay, with people who have intrusive thoughts, and I know this is such a broad um, subject that I decided to take on, and I know I've got to make it more, more specific, and I will later on, but this is basically something that I just really wanted to touch upon because it is so important. But with people who have wrong thoughts or intrusive thoughts, one thing that I have come to realize that works is when you have that thought that comes into your head and you don't like it, you, you want to get it out of your brain, you don't want to think about it, you don't want to be around it, you don't want to be an arm's length of that, okay? I know a lot of times when people who have this problem, they just don't even want to look at it in their brain. The, the picture flashes in their brain. I want you to do this, okay? This may not work for everybody, but this is something that I do. And if it works for you, that's amazing. Don't be afraid of it. Look at it. Don't be afraid of it. Look at the thought. Alright? I know it may be scary and horrible, sometimes even demented, whatever. Whatever thought is torturing you. I want you to sit there and look at it. Like I said, this may not work for everybody. Sit there and look at it and determine whether or not that is actually you thinking about that. A lot of people with intrusive thoughts, they always come to the assumption, there must be something wrong with me if I'm thinking about this. There, 
this must be me because I'm thinking of it. No, that is not true. Okay? I won't go into the spiritual side of things. Maybe someday, I, I always talk about this, I always believe that, you know, certain things have a spiritual side. I believe everything has a spiritual side. I believe that whatever you're struggling with has a spirit behind it. But, as far as mental illness goes, those thoughts are not you. Okay? Those thoughts are not you. Because if you're reacting to it so negatively that you just don't even want it, that you don't even want to hear those voices, those are not you. Because the minute you have that reaction to where I don't want to see this, I don't want to deal with this, I don't want my brain thinking about this, you're standing up for yourself and your peace of mind. The minute you react the way that you do, saying I don't want this thought, I don't want to go through this today, that is you mentally standing up saying that's not me and a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people don't realize that that when an intrusive thought comes in and you don't want it there you react in a way to just kind of distract yourself from it that's you saying that's not me and that's something that a lot of people really need to see Okay, now if you're reacting negatively to it, like cutting yourself or, or doing something to punish yourself for it, um, you need to realize that that is not you. I know that it's in your mind and I know that it's, that it's in, it's in there, but it is so not you and I'm so sorry, I just, oh. I've gone through this so many times, and it has been such a struggle for me personally to say, certain thoughts aren't me. And um, the only reason why I'm reacting the way I am is because I have gone through this, and I feel like intrusive thoughts are probably the biggest problems. It's probably the biggest problem that people in general with different mental illnesses have and they need to realize that that is not them that is not them um and you need to realize that keep saying that it is not me i don't accept that i deny that that's not me because the more you stand up for yourself for your mind because it's not your mind's fault either it is Um, scientifically it's a chemical imbalance your mind is sick but those thoughts aren't you especially if you don't want them to be you if you don't want it to be you then it's not you Um, I want to say with people who are who are cutting or who have been cutting um There could be a plethora of reasons why you do that, but if you're punishing yourself for something, don't enshrine it on your body and let it be a reminder of something. Because that's exactly what you're doing. 
I don't want people to hurt themselves over something that may have happened in the past or that's happening in the present. You are not perfect. You are not perfect. You aren't expected to be perfect. You shouldn't expect yourself to be perfect. You don't you shouldn't expect yourself to to have all the right answers. Okay? I know I'm speaking to somebody cuz I'm speaking to my spirit or speaking from my spirit. But I mean, if I could touch upon all the many reasons why people cut themselves or try to commit suicide, I mean, this this podcast would be 10 hours long. I have to kind of downsize it to where I'm able to speak generally about it. But please do not think that if I don't talk about your reason, that I don't care. Because I do. Um, but those of you who are cutting themselves, it's not your fault. It's not It's not there anymore. It's in your past. Um, don't punish yourself anymore. Because the more you cut yourself, the more reminders you have when you look down at your arm or whatever body part that you're cutting. And it's just going to make it worse. I look at my scars and I think, oh crap, they're ugly, but, um, I also kind of, re- I'm recovered from that, but I know there's a lot of people that aren't, but they're reminders of what I used to be. And even though I don't like them, you know, now that I'm recovered, I, I, I kind of see them as like, holy crap, I'm never going back there again. If you are in this situation where you're cutting yourself right now or, or thinking about it or, or contemplating suicide, you need to talk to somebody. You need to talk to someone. I don't care who it is as long as it's someone important to you. As long as it is someone important to you, you need to talk to somebody. and. Because I cannot tell you how much love I have for people who are just going through this right now. Uh, I'm sorry for being emotional, but it needs to be said. Um, You're loved. Um, You're incredible. Um... You have no idea how many people actually love you, who actually want to be around you. Um, I may not know your situation, but I do know that there are people out there that love you. Um, So, I just want to say... If you're having that problem, if you are having a problem with cutting yourself, you have every... (laughs) I encourage you to come and talk. If you don't have anybody to talk to, alright, I will have my Instagram 
linked below or um, written down below in the description. It's rogue.radio, all undercase letters. It's rogue.radio. And you can send me a private message. It will not be public. It will be just between me and you. Okay? If you really want to talk to somebody, if you don't have anybody to talk to, because I know that there's a possibility that someone out there don't have anybody to talk to, or that they're too ashamed to talk to somebody. And honestly, in my opinion, in my experience, it's so much easier to talk to somebody who's a stranger, because their opinion, I don't know, for some reason I feel like a stranger's opinion is worth more than someone who is close to you sometimes. Just because sometimes we're desperate to reach out to somebody, but we can't. But, uh... I just wanted to talk to you guys about that, and, um... For anybody who has a loved one who is going through this, who is going through a mental illness, who's going through a hard time, or having suicidal thoughts, or who has tried to commit suicide, even though you may not fully understand, do your best to fully understand. It takes work. It takes a lot of work to understand somebody who is going through something that you aren't. But it matters so much when you try. It matters so much. And honestly, if you have somebody in your life who maybe is like, you know, Steve Cash or Robin Williams who are trying to make everybody else smile sit down and talk with them. Hey, how are you feeling? I cannot tell you how many times somebody has asked me that and I broke down crying because of it. That is probably one of the most important questions that you can ask somebody is not, not, are you okay? Or are you doing okay? How are you doing? No, 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 no. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Because that narrows all of that down. Like, oh, how are you? No, 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 we don't care about that. We care about how you're feeling. How are you feeling today? You will be surprised at how much of an impact, even if it's not registered to certain people who you ask that to, you have no idea how important that question is. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Because that's a lot, that's, that's one of the main things that people want, especially people who are going through mental illness and, and suicidal thoughts and everything. They want to be asked, how are you feeling? They want to express how they're feeling. And that 
question right there opens the door to the first step to being helped. And sometimes you need somebody to reach out to you. Sometimes as much as some people have reached out about their own mental illness and, and what they've gone through, sometimes it's much more important to have somebody else reach out and say, how are you feeling? How are you feeling today? Are you okay? Maybe not even that question, because sometimes that can just come off as like, oh, are you okay? Like, you're acting pretty crazy. No. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? <laughs> but, ask your friends that. Ask your friends that. Ask someone who is going through so much right now that you know of, or even somebody that you had the slightest curiosity about that, that might be going through something. Just ask your friends, ask your family members, ask your spouse, ask people. How are you feeling? If you care about them, how are you feeling? But, um... There is another website that you can go to if you don't feel, um, if you don't feel okay talking to me personally. Um, I think it's called JesusCares.com. Uh, I know back then it was called GroundWire.net back in my day, and, um, yes, it is a religious, um, spiritual coach chat room, goodness gracious, chat room, but, um, they always ask if you want prayer, um, they always ask first, if you say no, then that's fine. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't religious and that's okay. That's okay. I'm just saying, um, and there's tons of apps that you can go and get helped as well. Um, I might... Uh, find one for you guys and uh, talk to you guys about that. But as far as the one that I know that has really helped me, in my opinion, is um, groundwire.net. It might redirect you to jesuscares.net or .com and uh, they connect you with a spiritual coach or someone that you can talk to personally. It's fully confidential and um, it's free. It's definitely free, and I absolutely love the website because there have been times when I just wanted to be, like, talking to somebody, but I didn't want to talk to my parents, I didn't want to talk to my friends, I just wanted to talk to a stranger that could could understand, and uh, groundwire.net was something that um, was very, very important to me. So, like I said... Whether you're spiritual or not, whether you're a Christian or not, um, I feel like what they do is very incredible and they do acknowledge that other people don't necessarily believe in the same things and that's fine. Like I said, they will ask first um, if you want prayer or not. And uh, so I'm not pushing any beliefs, I'm not pushing anything, I'm just saying, hey, listen, it. this is... This is what it is. So, um, 
I just want to say one thing to anybody who is listening that is going through something mentally. One, it's not your fault that you're going through this. It's not your fault that your mind is going through this and that it's, you know, going through all of this crap. Don't blame yourself for it. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. That is the most important thing for anybody. Is just to take care of yourself. It is okay to be selfish in order for you to feel good about yourself. Um, If you're self-harming, I... Just, it is so incredibly important for you to have a support system that will help you and go through this with you and that will love you through this. I implore you to get the right people around you. You don't have to check yourself and, well, if it's incredibly serious where you are very, like, I'm not even going to say that you shouldn't check yourself into a hospital, but... If it is incredibly, incredibly serious, because I know there are different types of cutters, check yourself into a hospital. Make sure that you got the right people around you. Um, and just know that don't punish yourself. Don't punish yourself for something that you cannot control. Whatever that is. You are not expected to be perfect. You are not expected to be right all the time. You are not expected to be this upright person or this perfect person all of the time. Forgive yourself, love yourself, take care of yourself, and move on. And I know that's easier said than done, trust me. But... Surround yourself with people who love you and care about you. Spend time with them as much as you can, even though most of us are in lockdown. FaceTime them, talk to them on the phone, you know, go in a chat room with them or whatever. I mean, whatever helps you therapeutically, do it as much as you can. Um, Distractions help with um, people who cut sometimes. There have been times when I wanted to cut myself and all I wanted to do besides cutting myself was to paint or do something creative, do something with my hands so that my hands are busy. So that problem is taken care of by something that I love. So replace something, replace cutting, which is a self-hatred act. Replace the self-hatred with something that you love to do. Replace the hate with love. Replace it with something that you love to do. If you love to paint, paint. If you love to dance, dance. If you love to just go outside and walk around and, and, I don't know, take pictures or something like that. Climb a tree. Do something that you want to do besides that. Do something that you wish you could do. Okay? We are only limited by how much we limit ourselves in our heads. 
And that is something that I want to talk about later on too. That though your mind says that you can't do something to take care of yourself, hell yeah, you can do it. I never thought that I'd be able to go out and do something for myself, but I became a cosmetologist and a recovery coach. Um, if I can do it with my testimony that I've gone through, that I've talked to you guys about, you can do it too. And I encourage you guys just to go out and take care of yourself, whatever that looks like. Love yourself. And, um, I mean, honestly, I I could talk and talk and talk your ear off, but I just want to leave you with this. You are incredibly important. You are incredibly beautiful. You are incredibly amazing. People need to see you. People need to hear you. People need to know you. Everyone needs you in their life. You are so important. You are that important. Alright. Love you.